All right, and welcome to this week's episode of Dudes Talking Sports. I'm your co-host, as always, Casey Foreman, alongside my co-host and Tanner File. This episode is brought to you by BetUS.com, a.k.a. America's Sportsbook. Go check out the link in the episode description. But Tanner, my man, the NBA, the NFL, feels good to be here with you. How are you doing, man? feels great. Watching great stuff on TV pretty much every night. feels good, man. Yeah, it feels great. We're right in the best time for sports. NFL season's starting to kind of pick up here a little bit. We're starting to figure out really who teams are. Important games. We're getting the in the hunt graphic, which is always 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 good. Always great if you're at least in the hunt. And then the 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 NBA off the in season tournament has just been it's been a hit. been way better than we could ask for. It's been a hit getting people engaged on a Tuesday night in November. It's getting people got people fighting. Got people getting people riled up, fighting, getting rejected, and probably going to be getting suspended. We'll talk about that to wrap the show up. Maybe Tanner has more in just a moment. But to start the show today, like Tanner was saying, NFL, the NFL season starting to really heat up. We're getting some important games, and it's time for us to kind of look at who's been great so far this year by handing out some midseason awards. So midseason MVP, midseason rookie of the year, coach of the year, stuff like that. And we'll kind of compare them to our predictions at the beginning of the season. And this will be our midseason kind of check up until the season ends. And we finally have our, you know, our, our big award winners and our final prediction stuff like that. Tanner, though, uh, second half of the show, what's going on there? Feeling pretty good still. You know, not bad, not great. Feeling pretty good. Yeah, second half of the show, we're moving on. We're doing our picks of the week. Me and Casey both coming off 500 weeks, and we're going to tr- we're gonna try to prove on that a little bit in the second half. Yeah, just a little bit, right? Just a little and bit, trying to continue on. And then to wrap up the show, hit a little bit on the NBA. Not too much, but... We got some stars requesting trades, or if they're stars, and then we got yeah, guys, and then we got stars. and then we got guys getting thrown out of games that we need to talk about maybe a little bit. I'm too. wearing the shirt. You see the Golden State on the hoodie. We got to talk about what's going on there. Yeah, we'll wrap up the show with that. But yes, midway through the year, it's award. It is award time, uh, and like we usually, you know, like we usually like to do, Tanner, we like to start out with the young guys, the rookies, the guys who just came into the league and who are already starting to shine, make a name for themselves. Offense. We're also offensive guys a little bit. CJ Stroud, offensive rookie of the year. I'm going to come out and, and just say it. This guy has been oh, so bold. Phenomenal. He has been phenomenal. I know. So bold. Exactly. But He's the a minus like two thousand favorite, I think, at this point in time. So yeah, he's the clear runaway guy for this award. He's second in the NFL in passing yards. He's thrown like two interceptions. It took him half the took him like a month or two just to throw one interception. And he's got the Texans to a winning record. Uh, we know so far a winning season, and we're in November, and the, and they are a game above five hundred. Like. Yeah, like it's CJ Stroud. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna argue with you either. That's my pick too. <clears throat> He's get edgy. out of the way. We might be talking about him later in our MVP race a little bit. It's been a long time since we've had a QB that's a rookie kind of eke themselves into that conversation a little Patrick bit. Patrick Mahomes. I, 
Well, he wasn't a rookie. He was second year. Oh, uh, Dak Prescott. Dak then. Prescott. Well, I feel like his Dak last Prescott guy, guy got mentioned in that yeah. realm. And right now, so I heard an interesting question America's QB. on uh, which Texas quarterback is better. Well, well, Dak has the experience, but clearly C.J. Stroud is the younger, <laughs> yeah. more talented prospect. He's in his first year. And he's doing this stuff. Yeah. yeah. So like, but but yeah, but you know, you would take depends. it forward. But who would you rather have right now? Right now, maybe <laughs> I would take a Dak Prescott because Dak is showing the experience. Dak is showing. Well, Dak that. has also been playing really great. Dak's been playing fantastic. He just had four hundred well, yards and five yeah, touchdowns. Let's not talk about Dak. Let's talk about CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud, but that's the comp right now. That is the comp yeah. right now. People are comparing him to Dak Prescott. Can he be that same player? Because Dak did similar things his rookie year, but he's doing different things. We were talking about Dak because of the offensive line, because of the players around him, because of Zeke and the run game, and because of Tony Romo going down <laughs> and him stepping into that role. This is a, a completely different situation as to where there wasn't that much pressure. He was coming in. Hey, you're on the Texans. Dude, he's, a, he's a rookie, and he's thrown two interceptions all year. But he's And he's been way better than Dak Prescott, too, because we're talking about him playing well despite his team. And when we were talking about Dak Prescott playing well because of his team. So it, it's different, but you're right. It's like, it's it's similar because the, both guys were doing so well. So we're talking about him as a clear-cut rookie of the year. Uh, we're going to talk about clear. him a, a little bit later with the MVP a little bit. But like, mm-hmm. who is more valuable? If you want to get to that, then CJ Stroud to their team right now. The Texans mm-hmm. have been a dumpster fire since Deshaun Watson left. Yeah, and 100%. they he weren't great up. the last year with Deshaun Watson. And they he comes and in. Nico Ryan's. He comes in and he's taken just no like like a lot of guys who were outcasts from their own teams just 300 yards or in just like touchdown just doesn't miss the beat he's been great yeah you know, bad offensive line and yep. just like hasn't met not a great run game it's no. not like it's not like the run game is just like the like like like, like what Dak Prescott had <laughs> not like like Dak had the best run game almost in the league with with Zeke being the best back in the league as soon as he stepped in it, it it's different man again that's the comp but it's definitely if, 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 he, if he stays on the pace he's on, he's gonna be mentioned as one of the best rookie seasons ever. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh defense. Let's talk about defense a little bit, because he is clearly the <laughs> offensive rookie of the year. Defense. Yeah, yeah. Other offensive rookie guys you can mention. Oh, yeah, Jameer Gibbs say, is starting to pop. He's starting yeah. to pop. You can also say Puka Nakua a little bit. To you start the year. Yeah, Puka Pop. Robinson off. still has looked good. He hasn't looked as good in the last few weeks. He's just been a little quiet. Um, yep, been a little quiet past few out past three weeks or so, even maybe the last month, he's been a little quiet. Um, yeah. Um, and Jameer has really been popping off the past month or so. Uh, other rookies who are really playing that great, right? Uh, offensively. Uh, we're, we're missing somebody. And I'm trying to think of who we're missing. Jordan Addison's been okay. But I'm Jordan Addison has been okay. I but I, I know we're missing somebody who's big that we're missing. A-Chain um, went off. Devon A-Chain was on pace to be in that conversation mm-hmm. hmm. maybe we're not say flowers maybe but none of these guys are in the conversation with cj stroud cj stroud is like minus 2000 right now to win this award yeah it's his award to lose it, it's gonna be an injury at this point for him to lose it or something and, That's, and yeah. then so moving on to defensive rookie of the year yep. the favorite is only minus 300 so that's the difference there mm-hmm. where it's up it's up in the air 
Yeah, it's it's still a debate. We think we know that the or Vegas thinks they know who's going to win. Jalen Carter's been really good Jaylen this Carter year. Jalen Carter is the favorite. He was my He's- pick at the beginning of the year. I figured that guy on that defense in a starting role is going to make an impact right away, and that's exactly the case. He's a favorite for defensive rookie of the year. But he's not my pick. But, who, who are you picking? Who are you picking? I'm going Devin Witherspoon. I picked Devin Witherspoon in the preseason, and he's been everything I thought he would be. He's played great coverage. He's always around the ball. He's making big plays. He's forcing fumbles. Like That's just what Devin Witherspoon did at Illinois, and that's what he's continuing to do for the Seahawks. So I'm going to really he missed the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. So I think people kind of forgot about him a little bit. And since then he's came in and been nothing short of phenomenal. So if you watch red zone, if you watch the NFL um, at all, right. If you, and, and the Seahawks are pretty popular, you know, fairly popular team and they're a pretty good team right now in the league, right? They're not great, but they're one of the better teams. Um, So they're on TV pretty, pretty regularly. I hear that guy's name all the time. I am. Yep. Always hearing Witherspoon with the tackle, Witherspoon with the play, with the whatever deflection, whatever the case may be. He's making a play Big out strip there. on Terry McLaurin this week. Yeah, yeah, perfect example. Uh, so for that reason, because I've seen him make more plays, I am not watching the Eagles as much. Sorry, I don't know. I haven't heard Jalen, even though Jalen's been great. Uh, I'm gonna go with with, uh, with Witherspoon as well. I think I've I've seen and heard his name, uh, seen him do the most so far. So I'm gonna go with him too. Yeah, I think those are kind of the two big guys for the award. Uh, you could also maybe mention Brian Branch. He's missed a few games, so I think that's what's holding him back from being in this conversation as well. But Brian Branch has been great for the Lions. Yeah, yeah, I've heard Brian a few times, Branch a few times. Um, and Will Anderson is on New the Texans. Been good. He's been, been good. good. They're, they're, they're team, you know what I mean? So they're, they're, they're we could see. There's I think a world. Anderson is going to be pretty much exactly what everyone said he was going to be. He's yeah. going to be a really dominant player. He's never going to be the best player. Like he's going to be a 10 sack a year guy. Yeah, Anderson's going to be good. Yeah. He's going to be a 10 sack a year guy for the next 10 years, 10 years. maybe. Like, yeah. yeah. And then, but like, he's like probably not going to have a 20 sack season. You know, like, you know, like the Marcus Lawrence were like the Marcus, maybe, maybe a little bit better, maybe a little, maybe better. a little better, maybe a little better, but like a really good player, but he's not an elite player, but he's going to be good for a while for you. Yeah. A little bit better than that. But yeah, I like the, I, you know, I, I like, I like it. Hmm? So you want to move on from yeah, let's, let, let's move on. Those are the young guys, uh, Witherspoon and Stroud. Could be a couple of Texans who take home the award if Anderson maybe steps up his game here in the second half of the year. But, yeah, Carter, Witherspoon are probably the favorites for defense. What about comeback player? Guys who maybe weren't great last year or they faced adversity in some way last year, and now this year we see them, we see them just, you know, playing much better, popping off. The attention, the spotlight is almost on them. They're the comeback player. Much better than last year. They're being better this year. Who do you have? Again, it's got to be a guy who faced adversity and is somewhat coming back from something adversity in some way. What you got? So, I don't know. This is such a hard to award to up. pick. Such a hard award to pick. Um, because you could say DeMar Hamlin, who played for the first time in like actual snaps, really, like this week. Uh because of my guy being out, and yeah, so, so and like he, he, he went, he, his 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 heart stopped 
on the field. Like, like that's it's pretty impressive. He's playing he's football come back And he's playing football for the same team. Like in the NFL, cool. that's pretty cool. So, like, I think there is still a good chance he wins. But the reality is that Tamar Hamlin is not a. He's not a, a starter name in the NFL. Besides that, he's not a starter. Uh, he's been a healthy scratch a few weeks. Like been healthy he's scratch not, the majority of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not like again. I'm not, yeah, he's not a good facts. player. Like, like it, it is awesome. It's a great comeback story. It but is. I feel like you it also kind of got to be yeah. like you got to be playing like consistently. I feel like for me, for you to win this award, I think if he played um, every maybe, game, if he played yeah, every game, he's yeah. just played. In a lot of yeah. the games so far, I think that's that. Got, or if he like got a few starts, like like got a few starts. starts, like it's just like we've and, barely seen him to this point, yeah. and we just would love to see him again. Again, who knows if he can play that much? Who knows with, with the rotation if he should be? You know, if he should be on the field that much? Yeah, with I don't the know skill level. No, I really don't. Um, so that, that's kind of where we are. It, it's a it's, me, it's a sticky situation. Who did you go with? So a lot I know of times they went to more, but not so a lot a lot of times these guys uh, they're coming back from injuries. This guy's not coming back from injury. This guy that I picked is coming back from being a career backup. He's coming Adversity. back. Yeah, he's coming back from being traded multiple times. He's coming back from being cut. It's kind of like how Geno Smith won it last year, where you're like he didn't come back from being injured. He came back from being a journeyman and like, and like finding a good, like sticking place. So for me, I'm going Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs has been way better than we thought Josh Dobbs was going to be in the beginning of the season. Like, like who saw that coming when the Cardinals cut Colt McCoy, everybody was so confused. And then everyone's like, I guess they're going with the rookie and Clayton tune. And then they, they, Went out and signed this guy out of Cleveland that had just been waived, like, and he just comes in, starting games in the NFL. His jersey's not even in the team store. It's a meme, like, right? It's a like, full thing. Everyone's like, you know, they're shaving their eyebrows, like, yeah, now in yeah, Minnesota, yeah. like, like, like he played so well in Arizona, like with uh, not a lot of help in that air. On that Arizona team, beat the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he beat the Dallas Cowboys, who are in the they they're are in the conversation three. for the one seed. I don't yeah. think you're gonna win it, but they're yeah. in the conversation to be the best team in the NFC. Yeah, he beat them. Yep, he did, and he played great in that game. He's only had yeah. one or two games where he didn't look really good. He's has the second most QB rushing yards. He 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 played so well in Arizona that when Kirk Cousins got hurt, they. Knew exactly who they wanted to go get. They're like, it was Josh Dobbs, and like he came and like, in and, and, and he didn't even know the like, playbook, and he won. Yeah, that he didn't game. know the playbook, and he looked. He's looked really good in the his two starts. He made the plays for them to win. His his he his, good his, in his TikToks. He's looked really. He's looked really good. Have you seen his videos? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. That alone gives him the award. That alone, I'm okay with it. So, no, like he's no, kind he's of just like good. a fun. He's just kind of like a fun guy, you know, like the. Like he's been good. The, the the team store video, the TikToks, like him playing on two different teams and playing well for both teams when neither team I think thought he was gonna be good. For me, this award is Josh Dobbs. 
I don't. Joshua I don't hate Dobbs. It. I don't actually don't know which one he prefers. His name's Joshua Dobbs. So you're right. That is yeah. his name. You're right. I don't know. I, we don't know much about this guy besides him being super smart and, and he's bounced yeah. around the league pretty much. Yeah, right. He, uh, he's won games and he wins games. And his nickname is the Pastronaut. Pastronaut. He's gonna go into space, throw a football. Maybe that's like maybe the next step of his career. He's gonna get. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? He's gonna this start guy? the space football league. You know, the SFL, I don't know. Either way, guys, yeah, I, I, I don't hate that pick, but I am not riding with it. You know what I am riding with? Broncos country a little bit. I'm going to Broncos okay. country. I'm going to go a... with, with my guy. I'm going to hate saying my guy, but he was my pick at the beginning of the season, so I'm I'm rolling with it. Russell Wilson, man. And a few weeks ago, maybe maybe we would not have been talking about this, but today – this week, after seeing what he what he's done, you know the teams that he has beaten, and looking at his stats, this guy has 18 touchdowns, four interceptions. Last year, he threw 16 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Just for context, he's already thrown 18 and four. Already has better stats than last year, and we are not even 10 games in yet, guys. Maybe, maybe 10 games in for some teams. Yeah, he's looked way better. He's looked way better. He has not been the problem in Denver. I think. I think last year was a bit of an of an you know anomaly for him, kind of being like, hey, brand new system, brand new team, didn't go well, wasn't playing his type of football. He is now, and talk about comeback, comeback. We, we were saying this guy was washed. He is washed. He is done. Yeah, yeah he's, he is done. He be out of the league. He's thrown eighteen touchdowns and four interceptions, and has looked pretty sharp this year. So. Yeah, he's beat the Bills. He's, he's beat the Chiefs. He's two of the top teams in the AFC, at least in like the preseason. At least preseason, it was right. Like, yeah, I give him. He's plus five thousand. That's a bet, guys. That's a bet. How is he plus five thousand? This was as of yesterday. Plus five thousand. Lower the same lower odds than Chase Young. What has Chase Young done this year? How has he come back? He's been good. He's been good. Don't get me wrong. Not really. He's okay. Been, he's been okay. His team just traded him. He was traded. Okay. But like, so was Josh Jobs. Yeah, but Josh Jobs was traded because, like, his value, it's a different type of trade. Washington was moving contracts and was just kind of get, like, like, and was trying to get off him because he keeps getting injured. Josh Jobs was moved because, hey, we need a guy like we need Josh guy. Jobs. We need that guy. Exactly. Exactly. It's different. Um, so I'm going to go Russ Wilson for my long story short. Russ Wilson. Stay, he's a little bit. I, I like that. A little you, might, you might put a real, real model on that. Just yeah, saying. That's not wrong. Go check that out, folks. Russell Wilson. Um, if people wake up and start realizing what he's doing and how bad he was last year, I think he's got a good shot. Okay. Uh, coach, coach the year. Uh, for me, it's Dan Campbell. Uh, Dan Campbell's built this. It's not really necessarily like a this year because I think a lot of people thought the Lions were going to be really good this year. We did. And they we all been. did. They've lived up to expectations though, and that is not something that we should scoff at because not a lot of teams do do that. But it's more of a like a culmination award of the like program and like the type of. Thing he has tried to build in Building, Detroit, right? Yeah, and like to see the success come, it's like, hey, here's this award for this year, even though like it's kind of for the last three years. 
We so, laughed at this guy initially, right? Like we initially yeah. were kind of laughing at him and saying, yeah. I don't know if you're a head coach after their first losing season where they did not look good at all. Last and, year in what November, he said maybe at he the beginning like, of the year. Yeah. He said, did they go zero and six or something like that, that? Something like that. I know they like didn't score against the Patriots and they, I remember they got blown out by the Patriots and didn't score. And I remember he said, he was like, this is the, the low, this is, this is rock bottom of this team. I promise you. And since then they've been like 17 and five yeah, or something. Yeah. Stupid. Insane win like, streak. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I, I think this has been a couple years thing. Like you said, like there are maybe some other coaches this year. We were like, okay, this year, maybe they deserve it. Yeah. Turning the Texans in, in, into a successful winning team. Ooh, didn't know that that was possible, and, and it's happening. So that that of itself deserves. Uh, at a time we thought maybe McDaniel in in um, in Miami, Miami, you know. So there, there are some other guys out there where it's like, okay, wow, he's not out wow. of it. No, he's not out of it for sure. But Dan Campbell, culture building, the Lions are legit. They just look like a well-run team pretty much every week, besides against Baltimore. They've been. Really good, pretty much every week besides one week, and every team's kind of had one week. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to give them a one one week. Um, but yeah, dude, the fact that Dan Campbell has gotten the Lions and Jared Goff and like the NFL family behind him, behind this team, everyone is rooting for him in this team at this point. Like, like, if you're so not, could you're you not, say? Who are you? Could you say they're America's team? <laughs> You can't just say that. You they, say that. They're, they're, they're America's feel-good team right now. They are. They're everyone okay. wants, They're like the feel-good team that everyone kind of wants to buy into. You know, the Cowboys are always going to be America's team. But the Lions are the feel-good team where I think even like your casual NFL fan can be like, I like the Lions this year. The Lions are fun, mm. whatever the case may be, right? Um, so that that's what kind of team they are. I don't think, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't think so either. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're that. I don't I, think I it's think, possible. I think it, I don't think it's impossible. I think they could get there, and then it depends on matchups, and you know, you never know. But I, uh, they're not the team I'm picking. They're probably like fourth in the NFC as far as teams that I'm picking right now. So I would maybe you could put them third. Maybe yeah, you could put they're them third. third or fourth. They're third, they're third or fourth. Or fourth. Depends how much you like Dallas, and I like Dallas more than them clearly. So it depends how much you like. Them and the Cowboys. Let's keep going. Um, Dan Campbell deserves the award right now. Offensive player of the year. Who you got? Guy who's popping off. Not going to be an MVP, but he's going to be, you know, offensive player of the year. I went Tyree Kill. Uh, Tyree Kill said preseason that he was going to go for 2,000 yards this year. He did. Yeah. He's on pace. He's on pace to do it. He's he... on pace last year, though. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he, no, he did not. Okay. So I mean, yeah, like not necessarily saying he's gonna get two thousand yards, but I'm saying I think he'll get eighteen hundred. He's, like, he's been which, good, which is which is he's crazy. And he already has more touchdowns than last year. Yeah, it's like, crazy. How many is that? Eight. Ten. I'm pulling it up right now. Hold on. Eight to ten. I know he's got at least eight. I think. I think AJ nine. Brown. Had, oh, he's got nine. Okay. Wait, hold 10. on. No. Okay. Hold up. Eight. Hold up. Eight. Okay. I thought it was eight to ten. Okay. Oh, but he has one rushing, I think. 
Yeah, he has one sense. miscellaneous touchdown. That oh, wait, sense. never mind. That was last year. We'll put it at eight. Eight folks. total. Eight total. We'll put it at eight. Yeah, that's Stamped good. eight. That's really good. That's really good halfway through a year. When you've played yeah, ten yeah, games. Yeah, that's on pace eight, for nine games. <laughs> yeah, I think they played nine. Uh yeah. they're on pace they, he's on pace for two thousand yards and sixteen touchdowns. Yeah. We'll like, see if, again, we'll see. I feel like last year people started zoning in on him and starting in on two and they kind of started figuring out the Dolphins a little bit. So we'll see if that happens again this year if those numbers. Who also got hurt though? Remember? Tua did get hurt. You're right. That's a great point. Tua got hurt, so maybe Tua stays upright. Those numbers don't go down. I am not going with Tyreek Hill, but I like that pick. I'm going to go with C.D. Lamb. I mean, a guy who, when I told you preseason, he was my mm. second. When I told you he was my, I was thinking about going with him offensive player. Like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like that at all. That's kind of gross. Yeah, well, guess what? First player, NFL history, ever to have. 10-plus catches and 150-plus yards in three straight games. For those of you who don't know what that means, first guy in NFL history to be that unguardable in three straight games. Okay, so let me just that, there, there you go. 10-plus catches, 150-plus yards. No guys have ever done that. kind of cherry-pick stats, though. I mean, they're both, like, they're both, like, good stats, but, like, they you are cherry pick stats, yeah, but like, yeah. you know that stats kind of weird. Oh, it's a bit of a cherry pick, but it, but it is like he's the first player ever to be. You know, it is a dominant stat though. Like he's first he's, player like, ever with good stats. Like and like that's fine. Like you know, like that's that's cool. It's good. I, 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 yeah, you're right. I don't think that's an all time thing. I don't think he's the best receiver ever. I don't think he's the best receiver ever. Technically a record, you know, but like not a real record. Yeah, like, I don't think he's the best receiver ever. Even best receiver in the league. But I do think he's a top five receiver in football, like I said at the beginning of the season. He's top three in receiving yards. He's been nothing but unguardable the past four weeks. I think he has been arguably the best receiver the past four weeks in the NFL. I think I, I, I give the CD Besides right Noel Brown. Who is on the Cowboys. All jokes aside, no, it is not. But Noah's been really good, and you're – and and. And he used to be a Dallas Cowboy, and yeah, it's a little disappointing. But I'm going to go with C.D. Lamb for offense player. Uh, defense is pretty easy for it's me. It's Miles Garrett. Me too. Uh, I think they're one of the most impressive defense. I think it's them and the Ravens are the two best defenses. Yeah, like you can debate between the two. I feel like like and the Niners at times. You know, the Niners can show up. Yeah. They can really have a dominant performance. But like. He's off to a great start. He could have 20 sacks this year, and he plays the run well, and he's never won it. I just feel like yeah, that's crazy. Win, that he's never won the, it. He's the 40, He's the Browns' best player, and the Browns are pretty good. So, like, I think he Browns has a the best real good chance league, to win like this. Said. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he's the best defensive player on the best defensive team. And I'm a big candidate, and that guy deserves to win the MVP. Like, 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 I'm cool with that guy winning MVP. If the best defensive player on the best defensive team wins it, makes sense. So I'm cool. With wins it. MVP or wins defensive player of the year? Defensive player of the year. I'm sorry, defensive player of the year. MVP now is another thing. Maybe. I want to talk about MVP a little bit. <clears throat> MVP is different. You never know. Those numbers have to be pretty insane. I, I want to lay two things out really quickly before we go to break here. Uh, I'm going to give you guys two p- players numbers. One guy is a guy I think deserves to win the MVP. And another is a guy I think could be a bit of a dark horse for this award. So let me just go ahead and just lay this all 
out on the line for us. First guy so far, he's six in passing yards. He's thrown 17 touchdowns. He has eight interceptions. He's six in passing yards per game, and his team has a seven and two record. I think a lot of people can maybe guess who that guy is. That guy is Patrick Mahomes. That guy is a league MVP and is the favorite to win this year's MVP. So that's who that guy is. This other guy is leading. This this other guy is leading the league in completion. And don't spoil it for the audience if you know soon, Tyler. Because I definitely know who it is. This guy is leading the league in completion percentage. He's seventh in passing yards instead of six. So just one slot down, basically the same yardage. He's got 17 touchdowns as well. Only six interceptions, not eight. He's got a, the same QBR. He's got you know one game less record-wise. He's one slot back yards per game-wise. Mahomes is sixth. This guy is seventh. Those are uh, very identical stats. And even at times, you could say the second guy has better stats than that first guy. He's, he's he, he leads the league in completion percentage and. The only thing he's lacking in, because he's got the same yards per game, same uh, passing yards total, less picks. Only thing he's lacking, he's got one less win. He's got one less win. Only thing you could take away. And he's got better stats in, or the same everywhere else. First guy's Patrick Mahomes. The second guy's Dak Prescott. Yeah, we knew Dak Prescott. It second. wasn't a secret. Dak Prescott's the second guy. This guy is quietly having, again, I'm not saying he deserves to win it, but he is quietly having a top five. In the running year, that numbers-wise, looking at what he's doing the past four weeks for the Dallas Cowboys, it's, it's been night and day from the first three to four weeks, what Dak is doing now. He's been an MVP. Like He has been the most valuable player on, on the Cowboys in this three to four game stretch. He's putting up numbers. He's got better, if not the same numbers as, I don't, again, I'm not saying he's anywhere near Patrick Mahomes, but he, he's got the same numbers. I'm saying the difference there, is he throws the a lot better players than that's Patrick the one Holmes. difference so I was about right to now. say that's and the difference Patrick Mahomes is a better runner Mahomes has the best tight He's, end in the league Mahomes is the, but, the third or fourth most rushing yards for quarterbacks yeah so Mahomes and Dak has been pretty mobile this year Dak has been pretty mobile he has, when he's been running I, the ball I'm it's looking at yards. I, I don't know the exact number that Mahomes has but I'm pretty sure he has more than double the amount of yards yeah that Dak oh, that makes has. sense Dak doesn't run unless he has to that yeah. doesn't run unless he has to run. So that's fair. Mahomes will just go out and run sometimes. So you're right. That doesn't run unless he absolutely has to run the football. And, and Mahomes is my pick. I'm not saying Dak Prescott's my pick, folks. Patrick Mahomes is my pick. Like Tanner was saying, if you, you didn't have to spoil it. You have to go and spoil it. He's my pick because he doesn't have CeeDee Lamb. He doesn't have Brandon Cooks. He doesn't have Michael Gallup. He doesn't have the offensive line. All right, okay, offensive line is probably about the same because there hasn't been great this year in Dallas. It's probably about the same. But, and, and defensively, probably about the same too. Probably about the same. Maybe a little bit better this year because Kansas City has been that good, but about the same defensively. But he's got Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, so, so, it's, so it's not like he's got that much of a difference, but, but, but Dak Prescott does have better weapons, but he's a lesser player. So he needs those better weapons. Dak's my, he's my dark horse. Sorry. He's my dark horse. Okay. So for my MVP pick, I'm going Christian McCaffrey. I'm going the non-conventional pick, not taking a quarterback. Christian McCaffrey's on pace for 2000 all purpose yards and 25 touchdowns. And this team could be the best team in football. So when you're the best player, the best... losses, but they're without him, right? No, they they had him. Oh, okay. but like they still like 
he still played really well in those games. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is non-conventional. They need him to go off. He's got to yeah. score twenty touchdowns, twenty-five. Yeah, no, like, yeah. he's got to. No, he's got to have like a a crazy year, or else it doesn't matter. Yeah, Baca, you think he can do it? I do. I don't think he will, but I think he. If I had to give the award right now, he would be the pick. Okay, I like it. I don't hate it. Okay, so you're going McCaffrey. I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes. Because I kind of did mine on who would win the award right now for me. Yeah, that's not fair. Who I think is going to win it. Okay, fair. I got Mahomes. You got McCaffrey. Let's go to break, and we'll come back and do picks of the week. Sounds great. All right, guys, we'll be right back. All right, and welcome back. Like we said in the first half of the show, let's transition to our picks of the week. But really quickly, Tanner, while we were on break, I couldn't stop thinking the fact that you picked a running back for your MVP. I'm trying to start. Maybe I should have asked this before we got on, but do you remember the last time that that happened? Adrian Peterson, I'm pretty sure. What year was that? Uh, 2012, right? When he came back from the... Came back from the torn ACL and he ran for 2,000 yards. So you think McCaffrey's having that type of year? Not quite at that level of Peterson that year, but it's just different. Like he does it through the air too. And like he's the heart and soul of the team. And they're, the team is so good. And like he, just, I feel like he, he just makes everyone miss, and he like he, he does. Just, is, it's he's just so like annoying be- when you're playing. He's them. just like the best. You're gonna find that out on this week team. when your team plays them. I've, you oh, cannot I've tackle, dude. Oh, Panthers! Panthers. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, I've, I've played a lot of Christian McCaffrey, and you just can't like, take that. Like, it's insane. And, you're right, but it's like insane. the quarterbacks are having a little bit of a down year from last year and yeah. the year before, like. So there's not that guy that completely stands out as the runaway winner. Like a couple years ago, at this point, we knew it was Lamar Jackson. We knew it was Patrick Mahomes. Like that's what we've known. Like this one's kind of up, up, up for debate. And I yeah. feel like why not Chris McCaffrey? He could have 25 touchdowns. He could have 2,000 all-purpose yards. Yeah, and he is the most important, arguably. And they could team. be the one seed. I don't think they will be because I think Dallas has, losses, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it's going to get interesting. They have the head-to-head over Dallas, though, and then yep. do they play Philly? They must play Philly. They do play Philly. I just don't yeah. know the week they play Philly. Yeah, I was going to say, they, so, I know they play. so if they beat Philly, then, yeah, they have a good chance of getting the one seed then. So, okay, I don't hate it. I think they need to get the one seed. They play week 13. I think they so, need to get the one seed, arguably. third. I think McCaffrey needs to have like 25 touchdowns and he's just like the undoubtedly best player in the league. And it's like, let's give this guy the MVP. So that's, what's going to have to happen. I'm going to go with Mahomes one more time just to cap her off. And I think if Dak Prescott keeps playing this way and, and the Cowboys get the one seed, I think Dak could win it. I don't see I why the one seed is going to be important. It is. I think whoever comes up gets, cause it's so close right now. So whoever, Goes above is is better than the other you know, than his peers and the other guy who the other guys who are in the race, they're gonna end up taking on the award. I think all, Lamar's all this, in the conversation. Lamar, Jalen Hurts uh, is Jaylen still Hertz. there's you know, there are a few guys who could I think you could say Tyree Kill's in the conversation too. Tyree Kill, then I then Tua? again Tua. I wanna uh, yeah, I I'm putting Dak in ahead of Tua. I think Dak's been better than Tua. But either way, 
Uh, there are a few guys out there you can name. Some, some people want to throw Brock Purdy in there because he is Brock the quarterback Purdy? of the 49ers. There's a lot of guys you could talk about. Um, but no one that really, really, really stands out above everybody else. So that's why it's so interesting. Let's move on. Because I'm sure we're going to keep updating ourselves on this race now since it's so, since it's so interesting as, as the season goes along. This will not be the last time we talk about MVP before the season is up. I promise you that. Picks of the week, Tanner. What'd you go last week? Two and two? I did go two and two, but it was a emotional four and oh. Both ah, my, both my point it. spreads won, or both my uh, totals won. Then my point spreads, I went 0 and two. I picked the Titans. Against the Bucks, the Bucks won. I'm glad the Bucks won. First jinx, there you go. I picked the Falcons. I'm glad the Falcons lost. In division opens loss. Up, oh, opens up the division a little bit more. Yep, definitely. So definitely good week. Even though I was only two and two, I was thinking that when I was watching, I was like, man, this is not gonna help Tanner's picks, but he's gonna he doesn't care. Like I guarantee he does not care watching this, and that's exactly the case. Four no moral victories. I love it. I'm two and two, and I wish I could say four no more. My two losses sucked. My, the under was like two points over. Okay. And that sucks when you're like literally two points or a field goal over the, the, the line. And then well, on the, the other end, it was close. I mean, obviously. Yeah. It was like, one it was, and a half point spread. Like, it was so and then close. They won the last second field goal. Exactly. Like so just killed me. Just absolutely killed me. And then talking about Seattle, they were holding a six point lead, a seven point lead within two minutes left in that football game. Can't hold it. They let Washington go down and score again and simply went off a field goal. So frustrating times for me. I'm still two and two on the week. I still went two and two and I am 17 and 11 on the year. So I'll take it, but frustrating stuff when like it's and I'm just 13, it's, 14 and one. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're, we're pretty close. We're pretty close. Um, it, it, it's a fight still. Um, it's just so frustrating when it's so close and it doesn't go your way, but that's why we do it, folks. It's such a good time. Makes watching the games that much more interesting. Uh, over under. We'll start with there like we always do, Tanner. Who's your over this week? What's your over? I'm at Raiders against the Dolphins at 46 and a half. Okay. Yeah. I think any Dolphins game in the 40s is pretty tempting to take because they could put up 30 by themselves. The Raiders defense isn't good. It's not the worst defense, but it's not a, right. it's not a great defense. I don't think they're going to be able to slow down Miami. Right. And then I think Miami's defense could be had a little bit. Like, I think they're going to score a few points, you know? So I'm thinking this game's like, I would say 34-17. So, and if that's the case, obviously Dolphins winning. Uh, I would, that's an easy over. Yeah, I think that's a pretty accurate representation of what that score is probably going to look like. Um, yeah, Dolphins, like you said, unless Dolphins are playing an elite defense, a team that is a, a winning, successful, you know, a scary ass team, a team that's like on another level or on the same level than them, they're dropping thirty. They're usually blowing that team out almost, like you said. It's it's like a fact. I like that pick. I am looking at a team where it's almost like last week where I picked the Lions and the Chargers over, where it's just like almost a gut thing. I'm looking at Bengals, Ravens. Looking at that, I know the Bengals or, or the Ravens defense is top three, top four in, in the league. Um, I still think they're susceptible to let up some points like we saw. It is a great game. One of the best games of the week. The Lions at 46 right now. I think it's got 50 written all over it. I think, I think someone wins this game 28. The 25, 28 to 23. I, I think it's decently high scoring. Both teams are in the 20s. 
mid to upper 20s and it hits 50. So I'm going to go over on Bengals, Ravens. Both teams want this one. Both teams need this one. Both offenses are going to be determined to Both get up and score some loss. points. Both teams off a loss. Thank you. I'm going to take the over. I think this is going to be a fun, good game. So I'm going to take the over on it. The only thing that makes me hesitate a little bit is it's Thursday night, and sometimes we can see Those some games. We can, we can see some kind of sloppy football on offense on Thursdays. So that's the only reason I didn't take that. This but could also, be the first fun Thursday game. Like this yep. could be the fun for first Thursday game. We need one desperately. Every game is so low scoring, so boring. Give us a high scoring. I mean, Lions Chiefs week one was pretty good, but that was pretty it was, good. Wasn't a great that was game. week one. It wasn't a great game, but the two teams were good at least. Yeah. Give us this should be good though. I'm looking forward to this and uh, over 46. I think it hits 50. Uh, under, 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 under. I went Lions Bears 46 and a half. I think this game is going to be a lot of running the football. I think there's a good chance this is the first game done in its time slot. Yeah, just because running, bro, just running. Like, I, 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 at the one o'clock or noon slate, like I just feel like this game is going to be over so much faster than some of the other games, like. This, I just don't know if they're going to have time to score that many points. It's, it's a lot of points I feel like for a Bears team that could have Tyler Bajan again at quarterback. I don't know. Even with Justin Fields, this is a run-heavy team. This is a run-heavy yes. team. The Lions have the best run tandem, the best run game in the league. There's going to be a lot of running and handing off the football in, in this ball game. So I don't hate it. What, what, what was the line? 43? 46 and a half. Oh, 46 for the Bears? Yeah. yeah. That's, That's a good line. Confused. That's yeah. a good line. That's a good under. I like that a lot. Can I switch mine? No? Okay. Um, okay. How about Bucks Niners for mine? Okay. Okay. 41 and a half. I'm looking at your boys because I know how good your defense is. I know how good that Niners defense is. I think this game has a 25 to 10, 25 to 7 esque game written all over it. Maybe you can get a cheap touchdown or maybe even like a pick six or something like that. I think both defenses kind of shine in this one. I you see Baker Mayfield throwing a few touchdowns. Do you think do you, you see Baker Mayfield playing well against this defense? I don't. I think he's gonna be under pressure. I see an interception. Baker Mayfield's or two. been fine. I, 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 he's been fine. He's been fine. I, He's been better than expected, a lot better than expected. At a time, I think he was a fine pick for comeback player of the year. At a time, it was like... I think he's still in the race. I think he's in the race. Yeah. Bucks make playoffs, I think he's a very good chance. Oh, Bucks make the playoffs, I think he probably should win the award. That's that's the thing. If Bucks make it, I think he should win it. Um, But I think he struggles. I think he struggles. And I think Brock Purdy in in that offense somewhat struggles. They don't blow up 35 points in the scoreboard here like they uh, did to Jacksonville. 25 to 7, maybe even 28 to 10, but I don't think it hits 40. So I'm going to take the under on two great defenses, Matt, or, you know, facing off defenses battle, 41 and a half, taking the under. There you go. Okay. I don't hate um, it. I think that game's probably like 20 to 3, 49ers, something like that. Yeah, I can see 20 to 3, dude. 100%. I don't think it's fun. I think this is a boring, ugly game that I'm not going to watch too much of. That red zone is going to be like, oh, here, we had a Christian McCaffrey touchdown. It, like you said, it's now 14 to 3. It's now 20 to 3, whatever the case. And then, yeah, yeah, I could see it totally. Uh, so those are overs and our unders. Favorite underdog, a team that is favored. We'll start with them. Who's favored this week? And you're like, I went Chargers minus three against the Packers. It's in Green Bay, but 
I still think this Chargers team, as bad as the Chargers have been in a few of these games, they're still a lot better than the Packers. The Packers have been one of the worst teams in the NFL. They've been terrible on offense, and the defense hasn't been great. Like, they've had some games where they really stood up, but the offense is atrocious, and I just can't see them scoring more points than the Chargers. The Chargers score points all like all over the place. Like, I think this is going to be a blowout, and they're only minus three favorites. I know it's in Green Bay, but I don't really care. I like that. Um, Chargers are the, are the better team. They are the better team. They At some point, they should start showing up and showing that, but doesn't reflect that way. Um, yeah, I don't hate it. Don't hate it. Um, I'm going to go with the Lions. I don't love big spreads. I don't usually go with big favorites because, you know, uh, it makes me a little nervous there. But, you know, in certain scenarios, I think it calls for it. And this is one of those times. The Lions are nine and a half point favorites against the Bears. And the Lions are legit. We talked about this with Dan Campbell. This team is legitimate. And the Bears just aren't. Uh, I don't buy Chicago's what two game win streak or whatever. Yeah, so they're what on do you right mean? Now. They've won two in a row. Yeah, I don't buy it. Um, I don't buy it. I got Lions big. I got Lions at, at by ten. So it's nine and a half. I got them by ten plus. Um, so yeah, I don't Actually, buy. They did base. not win two in a row. I don't know what I'm thinking. I thought they did. No, they Tyler lost Bajan, the because they said he's like two and zero as a starter. I saw a stat. No, lost. They beat the Panthers in their last game. Yeah, they beat and the then Panthers. they lost. Lost to the Saints. Lost to the Chargers, beat the Raiders, and then they lost to the Vikings, beat the Commanders. So their three wins are Commanders, Bear or Commanders, Raiders, and then Panthers. Damn, never mind. Did not know that. Either way, uh, yeah. So that's even more to your point that yeah. the command that the Bears stink. Bears stink, dude. I don't buy. I don't, I don't buy anything. Yep. Uh, any Me stock in the Chicago? I got Lions big this weekend. Underdog, team not favored. Underdog, I went Ravens plus three and a half. I mean, I went Bengals plus three and a half against the Ravens. I think both teams really need this win. Both teams coming off losses. I think the Ravens think that they are right in there for the thick of things in the AFC. I think they think they could be the one seed. You have, sure. like, there's a lot of things riding on this Ravens game. And if they, like, they could go from one of the favorites to win the one seed if they win. Back to back to, losses. To probably going to lose the division if yeah. they lose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the Bengals are also like coming off a loss and they're five and four. Like this team can't drop to 510 games into the season. Like they can't let that happen. So that's why I'm taking the Bengals. I think they need it just a little bit more. Like the Bengals are the eight seed right now. Like if the playoffs started today, the Texans are in above them. So, like they sure. gotta, they get, they gotta get a big win. And I think this is the week where they, they grit themselves to a win or at least a very close loss. Yeah, I don't like it. I I like it a lot. It's gonna be a fun game. One of the best games of the week. Uh, I'm also gonna highlight one of the best games, if not, yeah, definitely the best game of the week. Definitely the Eagles. best game of the week. The Eagles and the Chiefs are facing off, and the Eagles are plus two and a half underdogs. And I hate to do this. I hate this pick, but at the same time, I'm rolling with it. Philly is so good all around. They find a way to win. 
pretty much any any punch to throw at them. They have an answer for it, it seems like. A team they lost to the last time they played, obviously. I think they get a little bit of revenge, even though it's in KC. I'm going to pick the Eagles plus two and a half. I think they might just end up winning this football game. And even if the Chiefs do win, I think it goes right down to the wire because Kansas City has played it close with pretty much everybody this year. Eagles are an all-around better football team. Uh, So if the Chiefs do want to win this game, I I think it might come down to a late game field goal. I got the Eagles plus two and a half. Okay. There you go. I, I don't hate it. I mean, Patrick Mahomes doesn't really lose big games. That's so the one that downside. Makes, that makes yeah. me a little hesitant. Neither do the Eagles, kind of. I mean, except for... Except for the Super Bowl. The-, the one the one big game. But but, but I mean, but the Super, Super Bowl was such a good game. And I'm excited for the rematch. Both teams look like they could be set for a rematch. This might not be the last time we see these teams play. Could be a Super Bowl. Yeah, who knows? Preview again. Who knows? I don't know. I I have no idea who I think is going to win that game. I stayed away from that game, but it is definitely my game of the week. I got the Eagles plus two and a half. I think it's good, and I got them maybe winning it. Game of the week as well for me. Those are our picks of the week. Really good slate, though. It is a good slate. It is a good slate. Somehow, Panthers-Cowboys made made the TV slot. Always. Like, Cowboys. I know. It's just crazy. I'm like, wait. I'm like, okay, cool. We're on TV again. Don't got to worry about it crazy but yeah there we go um check those out let us know what you think about them let's wrap up here with some with some nba talk here season is getting chippy tanner starting with my golden state warriors where man we got clay thompson starting fights two minutes in the ball games with guys like Jaden mcdaniels who you know are pretty fresh into this league you know within the past few years or so so it's like why is a veteran of clay thompson stasher going within two minutes Get into a fight with a younger guy, a younger maybe big defender. To, maybe he had something to do tonight. Maybe he did. Maybe he wanted something to go do in Minnesota. Uh, I, I, I think it was in I'm not sure where it was. Maybe it was in Minnesota. Either way, I don't Minnesota. buy it. Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's where he wanted to go. That's where he wanted to go. Uh, or not where he wanted to go, apparently. So I, I, I hate the fact that this happened. And Draymond Green runs up behind him. It was in Golden State, by the way. Oh, it was. Okay, so he did have some plans. He had plans at home, so he just wanted to go home. Um, Again, I haven't, I haven't really watched the game. So Draymond then runs up. This is the only part I've seen. Draymond then runs up and just sees anyone in, in, in his path. My hand to talk. Oh, do you know who is the leading scorer for the Warriors? I'll give you a dollar if you get it on your first three guesses. Leading scorer for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You said you give me a dollar for one of my first three guesses, so it's not one of our top three guys. Um, is it either? Think about a bench guy then, so it's not Wiggins. Um, is it? Is it Moody or so? That's two. What about Pods? Brandon Podzinski. That's who it was. Is Brandon it Podzinski popping up? Let's go. Let's go, Pod. In a loss. What's he doing? Oh, he lost. In a loss. Um, 23 points, though. Good for him. Off the bench. Good for him. Showing up. Dollar's on his way. When, when when Steph goes down, when when Clay gets out, when, when Draymond's out, good for the rookie stepping up and playing well. Someone needed to go score some points. Good thing he did. They need to score, man, and that kind of leads me to my next, to my next, to my next topic here to wrap the show. 
We're going to talk about Draymond Green putting guys in chokeholds? Or we... I guess we could. Basically mention the uh, Clay Thompson part of it. So, but... yeah, okay. Oh, you're right. I, yeah, then, then, then <laughs> you missed the bigger part of... Yeah, then I got uh... cut off. Then I got cut off. Okay, sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. All right. And then getting back to the story, getting back to where we were. The real folks, story. The real story of where, yeah, where the real story where the story picks up. Draymond Green sees the interaction, and as Draymond Green, as we know, a great teammate Draymond Green is sometimes when he's not Unless playing. Jordan Poole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I keep losing my head here for some reason. Wrapping up the show, he runs up though. Draymond Green, he just sees anybody. He sees a fight, and he sees someone wearing a different color jersey. Was it the guy? Was it the guy who hit his teammate? Was it the guy who was involved with the fight? Doesn't matter. If you're Draymond Green, all that matters is there's a fight going on. There is an opponent and I have to act. <laughs> I have to act on this, right? If you watch the video, there is no yeah. second of thought. He just jumps right he into just went it. Straight rear naked chokehold to Rudy and, Gobert, who like, did like, not do anything. <laughs> who did like, not do anything yeah, at all. Like just trying to, you know, just, just wanting to be involved. It, yeah. Just wanting to be involved. And maybe and, he saw the UFC fight this weekend and felt inspired. We're going to try out some new moves. I don't know. Uh, that's a new one for Draymond Green. We haven't really seen a, a big chokehold from him like that before. So that's new. He took Rudy to the ground. It was impressive. Kind of showing, hey, I'm the real defensive player of the year here. Not you. All right, man. I'm the guy, not you. All right. I can take you. I, I can take you. That's, that's what he was doing. I can take you, Rudy. That's all that was. Um, I hated it. I can't believe Draymond did that. That's ridiculous. He's going to get He's, I, I, yeah, but that's ridiculous. He's going to, I, I can believe it, but you know, that's, I, I still can't. He's going to get suspended. He's going to miss time at a point in the season where Steph Curry is going to be missing time. Great time for Draymond Green, maybe to get suspended and, 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 you know, miss some games he should be playing. That's a great time. Just like reminds me of the finals, you know, handful, maybe almost 10 years ago at this point where Draymond Green gets suspended and doesn't, you know, yeah, it's really fun. Either way, let's move on. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Zach Levine. Zach Levine. So I'm, I'm not happy, folks. Come on, Warriors. Get your head out of your butt. Zach Levine wants, wants to trade. Perhaps. Him and the Bulls are going to start working on a trade. They're going to start talking to different teams. Makes sense. The Bulls are kind of in tank mode. They're not good. They've been without Lonzo Ball for a while. They didn't really have this team at full capacity to really see what they could do. At times, they really sparked and looked good, but they never had a, had a real shot when it came down to it. And we never thought they were a real contender at the end of the day. No. Maybe that they were plucky and fun, a tough out. Maybe they could get to the conference finals or win, 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 win a round. Uh, but now he wants out, and they maybe want to capitalize on his value while he's still kind of young, still somewhat in his prime. I heard they could move Caruso as well. Caruso, I've heard Vucevic. I've heard like pretty much every name. I heard this could be a brand-new roster in a month. Like This could be a brand-new team, a brand-new roster. The Bulls are selling. I think it makes sense. I think it's time to sell. Yep. Go get young. Do your rebuild. You tried to go all in. It didn't work out. You've tried a few different times. It hasn't worked out. They've also tried to rebuild a few different times, and it hasn't worked out. So I don't know, Chicago. Keep trying different things. But where does he fit? That brings the question, where does he fit? Where should Zach Levine go? Because this guy has, you know, in, 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 in the past couple of years, been averaging like 27, 28, 25 points against a talented score. And uh, not the best defender, though. You know, kind of gets hurt a lot. So there are downsides to having him. Makes a lot of money. 
where does he fit? I don't know if there is a big fit, right? I like think that- probably the Lakers make some sense. I think they could use some guard help. So it kind of makes some sense. Scoring, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yes, yeah, a little extra scoring. Uh, Maybe get like, off Austin Reeves, get off D'Angelo Russell, you go get Zach But you don't Levine. love that move. Like, it's not like a perfect fit. Oh, like, it's not a great fit because then you'd have to move D'Angelo Russell, then you're without a point guard because Zach Levine – and you could say LeBron's your point guard, but, like, it is nice to have another guy who can handle the ball and shoot three, and you know you can maybe you can't trust D'Angelo Russell, but he's another point guard, and you can semi trust him. He's been in big spots and he's hit some big shots before. I don't know. I wouldn't love Especially it. Especially after the game, in this post game shoot around, always he's getting up shots. He's putting. He's he's grinding. He's grinding that guy. I love it. He's addicted to the hustle. I love the. I like. I've always been a fan of his. I, you know, he's always been gotten a bit of a t- of a tough rep, but he's. But sometimes he deserves it. At times, being he has, corny. At times, he's deserved it. He has deserved, it, but he's got a bit of a tough rep at times as well. Former All Star. Lakers come to mind. Uh, the Kings come to mind. You have a team that loves scoring the ball. Doesn't really care much about defense. You plug him in. I think he'd fit well. Uh, the Warriors, I don't love the fit, but they need a scorer right now. And if he can give them 25 a game, that would be huge and something that they don't have right I now. Mean, duh, 25 points a game anywhere is be huge. No, but I think he, I, I think he's that type of guy where he can average 25 points a game. Um, I don't, but I think he can average 20. I think he can get you 24 or 5. I think he's a 24 or 5. I think he can get um, you 24 or 25. I don't think he can average 24 or 25. We'll see. I think right now he's averaging about 21 on the Bulls on a bad team and a bad system where he doesn't care. Again, you feel good. The Andrew Wiggins effect. You feel good. You start playing good. Stuff like that. You're smiling more. You know, oh, that's what his smile looks like. Look at that. You know, stuff like that happens. You start playing better basketball. Who knows? Lakers, Kings, Warriors come to mind. Not a lot of teams out there, though, where it's like, yeah, this makes sense. Go get him. Or, and I don't even love the fit for the Warriors. They just they just need a score right now. But the Lakers and the Kings, I think, make the most sense out of, out of all the teams we talked about. I don't love it though. I don't love any situation. I don't know where a guy like that fits. I think it's you know maybe like a young team like an Orlando, where it's like we want to take that next step. Maybe we want like a guy. I don't know. I don't think he'd be great in Orlando, but I, I know they're not like good, that. and like I don't think that's where he would. I think he would want to go to a team that like you know is not in the middle of rebuild. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to be that I, veteran to help them take the yeah, next step. He wants yeah. to go win on a team. Exactly. Yeah. Like the war. He wants to go to the so Lakers. Like, the Warriors. Yeah. So I, 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 yeah. I don't think he wants to go to like the Spurs or anything like that no, to help Wimby. No. No. He doesn't. You know, just to go like yeah. Give him some scoring, be a, be a bit of an all-star. Yeah. Pelicans no. could be kind of fun. Pelicans could be interesting. Um, yeah. But like uh, you said, there's no great fits. Nothing that pops. We're like when he went to, when he went to Chicago and like, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like that, that's, that's really cool. Now, maybe back. What? He couldn't go what back. About the Nets? Yeah. But again, he could be a good. He could be under the best player on a bad team again. But they're not like a really bad team. No, he could go make the playoffs, get bounced in the first round. 
So up to him. Uh, uh, I think I, he's from. I think he's from California. Or, I, I don't he know played at UCLA. He played UCLA, but so he's at least probably from the West. Would be my guess. And then, so like you know, going out more towards home. He's from Washington. I think it makes sense that he uh, goes and plays in LA. So I you know the closest team to Washington is. What Trailblazers? Yeah. Uh, He's going to go to the Trailblazers. Yeah, I really doubt that. Another rebuild who just drafted a guard and yeah. it was super guard heavy. Yep. He's going to go there. Yeah, exactly. He's exactly where he's going to go. And they're going to have like five guards off the bench. Okay. Nope. He doesn't have a great fit. Um, but I, th- I still think he's a good player. And I think he could go help a team win a championship. Like, I, I think he could. I think he'd go to the team and help them go over the top if he stays healthy. I've always liked Zach Levine. So. There you go. That's my two cents. I don't know if I would trade Andrew Wiggins for him because of what Wiggins brings defensively. Um, I don't think I would if I were the Warriors. I definitely wouldn't trade like a piece and a younger piece, like including a Kaminga and a Moody, as well as a veteran like Clay or like this guy's not worth that. So I, I don't think the Warriors is he worth really... Clay? Uh, probably not. Clay led, Clay led the league in threes last year. I'd probably just and then, and then... fights. Yeah, he's people are scared of him. It's good. We want that. We want that. Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and now Steph Curry's even a little chippy himself. Steve Curry, you know, we've seen him breaking clipboards. Don't mess Fighting with or getting punched Don't mess by with the Warriors, folks. Yeah, get, yeah, yeah. He's no he's no whip. He'll take one on the jaw. He'll take one from on the, the chin from the goat and and not sweat it. Yo, we're cool. Let's go win a championship. Like, don't mess with the Golden State Warriors. But at the same time, they just lost the Timberwolves, and they need another score really bad. So, TBD on the Warriors, guys. They're not looking too great this time. That's our show. That's the show, guys. Go follow us on Twitter. Dude's talking great coming up. Pod. Yeah, big slate coming up for the NFL. The NBA is just buzzing along. Good games every other night, it feels like. Steph tweaked his knee. He's going to miss a little bit of time, but nothing too serious. That's why they got Chris Paul. So there we go. Chris Paul slides into the starting point Start guard. Yeah, he shut up there. Yeah, Chris is starting a little bit, but he's been coming off the bench. He's been coming off the bench. But, but here we are. Here we are, and he's starting in November. Yes. Ten games into the season. He's starting. Just firmly in the starting lineup for Okay, now. okay, okay. That's, that's going to be it for the show, guys. Tanner's talking crazy over there. See Chris Paul in the starting lineup and stuff. But we, are, we need him. He's filling the need. Follow us on Instagram, dudes underscore talking underscore sports. In a comment, review, uh, a rating, whatever the platform that you're listening on allows. Any feedback would be greatly appreciated. Tanner, hey, the reverse jinx worked last week for you. It, it worked. Did. I thought about taking the 49ers to cover against the You should have. Bucks. You should have. I could have used that reverse jinx, my friend. I could have used that with my team. Come on. Damn. All right, though. I'll take it. That's Tanner. There's just so many points. How many points was it? Ten and a half, I think. Mm, you guys aren't very good, though. Yeah, I know. But, like, two scores is a lot in the NFL. Like, weird things happen all the time. Like, I got the Lions could, minus could, nine and a half. You could firmly beat a team and only win by ten. Nine and a half. I cover. That's what I'm hoping for. There we go. All right, guys. Check out our picks. Hopefully we do well. That's Tanner. I'm Casey. We'll see you guys next week.